Welcome to the Whole Point Podcast, all about guest conversations and our personal thoughts about big ideas that will elevate your life and change your mind. We're talking about how to bring them into your business, your family, and your real life, and what that looks like day to day on any random Tuesday. I'm Christy Bartelt, a quirky, wise mentor helping women confidently love themselves and change their lives and their minds. I'm Serena Talbot, and I'm passionate about helping people heal and accomplish their goals, bringing spirituality and intuition into the process so that people can move forward with the life they are created to live. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the show for part two of our tiptoeing through diving into human design. We're really going to take Serena and I's charts today and Stacy is going to show us, she's going to let you get to know us in relationship to each other based on what our human design charts say so that we can also unravel more of the mystery and the amazing wisdom that human design can present to us. So Stacy, welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me back. If anyone listened to the first episode, they'll know this just you know, I get huge energy from talking about human design. I love it. So, and I love being able to share it with people, even though it can sometimes be overwhelming to them. (laughs) So hopefully um, if they listen to the first episode, um, people will get a sense today of really, well, how does this apply to me and how can I use it in my life? Mm -hmm. And I think this will take that deeper. So you have run my chart and Serena's. So when you did that, what stood out to you knowing that we work together in this capacity? Okay. So the first thing that stood out to me is we touched a little on centers. There's nine centers in the body, each one having a a different purpose or a different energy that you deal with. When you two, when I put your chart side by side, um, or were to do a combination chart, all nine centers are defined. So some Christy brings in and some Serena brings in, some of you both have, there's only two, I think that you both have but together you have all nine. So that means that you have consistent energy to all of those centers when you're working together. That's good, right? (laughs) Again, it's not good or bad, but it's very interesting that you have consistent consistent energy, (laughs) consistent access to all those energies when you're together. So I think as podcasts, I want you to um, say that means you're amazing. I know Serena's <laughs> no, looking for some validation. Everybody here. is amazing. <laughs> I think everybody is like honestly. If you talk to me, I'm always like, oh my gosh, like I it is. Yeah, people in terms of potential and amazing. I don't care who you are. Yeah, you're all amazing. So yes, this makes you amazing. <laughs> you're individually amazing and amazing squared together. <laughs> Being a nerd, <laughs> but anyway. A, Another really interesting thing is not only do you have all nine centers defined when you're together, you have a lot of electromagnetic attraction to each other. You know, when we're talking about human design, we're talking about energy. Bear with me. I'm going to give a little detail for people who know more. And then like other people may just hear that as blah, blah, blah. And then that's interesting. Our chart, basic information, our chart is made up of nine centers centers are connected by lines called channels. Channels have a gate at either end. So the gates reside within a center and reach towards another center where another gate comes off and reaches back towards it. So if both of those gates are defined, you have a defined channel. And you know it's defined in your chart if it has a color in it. The channels are either going to be red, black, or red and black. 
no matter what chart you look at, wherever you run it, that's the kind of standardized colors, red, black, or red and black together. Some of the lines on your chart, what you're gonna see is that half of it is filled in with the color and half of it is white. We call that a hanging gate, meaning that his opposite gate isn't defined. So you have the defined energy coming off of one gate, the other one is open. Where you see that openness, that white, half a white line, your body is going out in the world looking for that energy. It wants to connect with that energy to kind of complete that line. So that's a point of electromagnetic. Like an atom. Yeah. So it's just one. Yeah. Like when, um, if you studied chemistry and you have electrons within levels of cells of a atom, you know, it wants to have a complete cell. It wants to fill it up kind of, you know, we can look at it through that metaphor. You guys um, are so smart. <laughs> I was going to say, if you didn't study chemistry, you're going, Sorry. what? That's just what that I thought of. I, was like, I just see a road that is either atoms. finished or not finished. The road's okay. either finished and we need so if, somebody to finish the road for us. If the road isn't finished, your body wants to finish it, particularly depending on where it exists in your design. Some it wants to finish more than others. And I'll just leave that at that. Okay, one more thing I need to say, explain it. If you look at your centers, you both have what's called a split definition. So what that means is that you have one group of centers that is defined and connected, and then you have another group of centers, another spot in your chart that is defined, and those centers are connected to each other, but these two areas don't connect to each other. So there's unfinished roads between these two areas of definition. That is better. It, it's such it's, a good, it's so you're, you're welcome, everyone. It is better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So your body wants to, energetically, you want to build, there's, there's a pull to build the road between those two areas of definition and to do it in the shortest possible way. So where the road is unfinished, that's called a hanging gate. For the two of you together, you complete important roads that bridge your areas of definition. So when we have a split definition, we can sometimes feel like we're two different people. Mm. Or you might say, well, a part of me wants to do this, but another part of me wants to do this. And you can literally be talking about your different parts of definition. If those parts of de definition are connected, or so if you're a single definition person, you don't need anyone to connect you. If you're a split, triple split, or quad split, you need someone's help to be connected. So you're looking for those people to say, who can connect me? Who can finish my roads? And you guys connect each other. And you bridge gates. You complete me, Serena. This is like crazy. This is why it's really cool to look at your chart cool. in relationship to your spouse or your children or something like yeah. this. Yeah. So if anybody from our last episode printed yours, like go ahead and print your partner or your kid and see how you can clearly see this. So if you're not looking at your chart, this isn't going to make sense. But if you're looking at your chart, this makes perfect sense. And Christy's roads, channels, you know, reaching toward each other. Like I'm looking at Christy's and mine. I'm sure you're looking at mine too, Christy. And it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Yeah. And, I think and it explains on, why we're, you know, a doing a show together. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I think on my body graph, you can, if you, I think you need to do the paid version, but they have a paid version, which I don't think is that expensive. And then you can, it will make the connection charts for you. Oh, cool. So you could say, let me combine me and my, you know, my chart and my husband's chart. And, and you don't is, have to then figure it out yourself. Or you can literally take colored pencils and a blank chart and color them in. <laughs> if you're low tech what, like is, me. what does that mean? Like, obviously it means we get along. It does it. 
Does it mean other things? Interestingly, it may not always mean you get along. Okay. It means you have a lot of electromagnetic attraction, but we all know, let's talk about romantic couples or even friendships where there's a lot of passion between the friends, but sometimes that leads to a lot of fire. It can be a good fire or it can be a mm-hmm. conflicty fire. <laughs> so um, sometimes having too many of these connections may just make it like there's just so much going on. There's so much energy. Like it makes it a little volatile. Sometimes it feels really good because. It would probably feel different if I was married to Christy. I might want to kill oh, her. Yeah. Right. So Maybe. then that might be <laughs> or the difference. With like, me. <laughs> or with her. But like we're, you know, this friendship really works. Cause I would imagine in, you know, that, that is a difference with the people we attract as friends versus people we live with, even our kids. Yeah. Like, well, and it's different to look yeah. at, um, for instance, my husband does not have any of my, the opposite ends of my hanging gates. He doesn't have any of my bridge gates is what they're called. Mm-hmm. He does together. We actually together have the nine centers defined, but just not through a bridge gate. So it's like energetically that may feel different. So the way that mm-hmm. happens is he has maybe a full channel that then connects my two separate versus I'm supplying a gate and he's supplying a gate. So energetically that probably feels a little different and not necessarily better or worse, but uh, from really being into this, it's interesting to think of like, well, why would my soul have chosen to be with someone who yes, gives me full definition of centers, but doesn't connect that gate for me. Like, you know, what am I meant to get out of that? Like there must be a reason that, you know, so it's just, these are things I ponder when I can't sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool in your brain. Why? Well, I think we all do. Why are we together and how does this work? You're just doing it through a different lens. Through a different lens. It's like, wow. Um, Yeah. So, so for you, it's, it's working to have these connections. I think that what it does. So um, for instance, I have an open head and an open Ajna, which are the two triangles at the very top of the chart. So Serena, you have an open head center, just if you want to compare to your chart. Um, mm-hmm. Christy, you're defined in both. Yep. With, um, particularly with the open Ajna, you're, you don't have a lot of certainty. Um, one of the like kind of gifts of the open Ajna is you can see all sorts of different perspectives, but obviously the flip side of that is that then um, you don't have a lot of certainty. Uh, One of my daughter's friends, (laughs) she said, and I'm like, oh, this is perfect for the open Ajna. She's like, I could never be a lawyer. She said, because I would get to court, you know, completely like, yes, I have this and my opening argument and I know exactly where I stand. She's like, and then if the other person gave their opening argument, I'd be like, oh, you know, you've really got a good point there. I can see where you're coming (laughs) from. So that would be the world's worst lawyer. That's the open Ajna. It's like, oh, I can really see that. You know, yeah. Huh. Um, Ajna is the one. That's the second one down. The second one down. So the triangle pointing down. Yeah. So you both are defined. So you probably are like, I don't. I have a question about that though. So Mm -hmm. in that idea of like really knowing, could that also cause somebody a problem if they don't feel they have all the information to know? where they're like, oh. I just need to keep searching and searching and like fill in this idea of needing to be certain all the time. Yes. That's one of the th- things to watch out for. If you have an open Ajna, 
is like basically one of my life lessons is I need to be comfortable being uncertain. Yeah. And if we remember recovering perfectionists, <laughs> right? No perfectionist wants to be uncertain because then what happens? You make mistakes. It's okay. I'm getting much better at being uncertain. So being with my husband though, he's defined, you know, that can work for me or against me because he could very much condition me in that place. If I was just taking on his certainty, um, but we've been together so long now and he's a good energy for me that I find that with him, I can find my own certainty. It's not always like, oh, I agree with him or pick up his certainty. I may have a different opinion from him, but I'm more likely to realize, I guess it's not necessarily certainly, but that I know enough. That you um, already have, you're ready. Like you're ready. But to I already be. have all the information I need and it's okay if I'm not 100% certain I have enough of my information. And I definitely, when I'm with him versus when I'm not with him, I can feel that difference in my body. You know, I'm learning to have that without the benefit of a defined Ajna person near me. Um, but I can still feel like, uh, you know, a little more strength in that when I'm with him is like, okay, yeah, I do know enough. <laughs> like I do. So that's how you two benefit each other is that you're, you know, Christie's open centers, Serena has defined and vice versa. So you, you're getting, I'm just going to call it confidence. It's not necessarily that, but you're getting the benefit of their definition. Is it like stability? Is that the word you would use? Almost like a more stable energy to know, to know? Like an atom. <laughs> Stop it. Nobody gets, talking roads, remember? Nobody gets that. I'm sorry. Like a complete road. I get it. I, so along these same lines, I have an open root center, which is at the very bottom of the chart yeah. and Serena's is defined. Yeah. And I would love to hear, because I know, um, what I've noticed with an open root is it's this like pressure center. So it's this idea of like needing to, for me, needing to make a decision or be quote unquote certain about whatever it is. But then Serena has it defined. So you had mentioned that you know your husband's energy so much now you kind of, you get more of this stability or this confidence around him. How could that be affecting like in this case, how could I be taking on conditioning from Serena in the root? My husband also has a defined root center. So this is very relevant to me. Okay. <laughs> um, conditioning versus knowing that I'm more in a confident, stable place of my own energy. So with the open root, the conditioning normally comes in, it is a pressure center as is that. So the top, very top center, which is your head center, your very bottom, which is your root are both pressure centers. So you're kind of getting pressure from both ends of um, your body, you know, depending on your definition there. So an open root center, what often happens in terms of conditioning is you're picking up pressure. So you really shouldn't be feeling that pressure so much. Um, you're picking up pressure from the defined root people and amplifying it. And it's normally like the question to ask yourself is like, am I in a hurry to get things done so I can be free of this pressure? So my husband has an undefined root center. And I remember early in our relationship, he would be like, okay, I prefer to get up and just work through my whole to-do list. And then if I get it all done, I'll have fun at the end or I'll relax at the end. But really what adult ever does their whole to-do list, you know? And so, mm -hmm. but he would just, you know, my, my parents would refer to him as like the energizer bunny. He would just keep going, 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 but he was trying to escape that pressure. Mm. So you may feel a lot of pressure 
to get things done and to hurry, to rush through things. Like I'm just going to rush through this so I can get to the next thing. So I can get to the next thing because if someday I'm going to be free of this pressure. No, that doesn't really work. <laughs> you just have to recognize, Oh, I'm just feeling pressure there. Can it be not necessarily working, but doing other things like learning, like learning all the things. I don't know what else it would be in yeah. those areas to try to it could be all different types like what can you do for relief I guess yeah the first thing for relief is just to recognize that and like oh I'm I'm probably never going to be done everything and it's okay to go Mm -hmm. slow it's okay to take a break you know and just recognizing that okay I may feel this pressure but I don't have to respond to it Mm -hmm. I don't have to try to get rid of it it's okay I just feel this pressure because I have an open route and it's okay because all of our I open find, centers are amplifying other people's energy where they're right. defined. So you right? absorb them and you can also amplify them and then reflect them back. So you can actually feel more pressure than those of us with a defined root if you're really taking that in and amplifying it. So one thing I notice about your root center is you have two hanging gates reaching towards the emotional center. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to know if you feel pressure to like work through your emotions. Always. Going- Always. So your root either I think reaches, you just define my entire life. <laughs> because you have those two hanging gates and they really want to complete the road and the road leads to your emotional center. You also, so the root either reaches towards your emotions, it reaches towards your spleen, which is about wellness, well-being, being healthy, survival, or it reaches up towards your sacral center, which is like creative energy um, for all times of types of creativity and sexuality it can go to three different types of energies. So yours just happens that both of yours go towards your emotions. So <laughs> you're looking to finish the road towards your emotions. You probably feel a lot of pressure to deal with your emotions. And Serena completes one of those gates, doesn't Serena she? completes one of those. Yeah. So your energy flows better. You probably can process and make sense of your emotions better when you're with Serena. Just by being with her. She doesn't even have to say anything. She doesn't have to do anything. I I Um, feel that. That is absolutely true. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's so funny. I have like zero idea of all of this. I'm sorry to be like the dork right here, you know, in the the room. It's perfect. "Ah, That is fascinating because it's also this thing where when we're in relationship with other people, they struggle with things that we don't you know, and we don't notice, or we're like, it's not a big deal. It's all about honoring the other person in that too. And I love thinking about where people are open for me having the open G center. Is that right? Mm -hmm. We talked about on the last episode, it can be an area of weakness isn't the right word, but struggle where for branding in a business to bring it into the business world, Branding is hard. I don't know. I like all the things. Like I don't, so you know. I would let Christy <laughs> make more of the branding decisions because she has a defined identity. Oh. So just that's I, really okay, interesting. Christy, go figure out what you think we should do for branding. What should our identity of our? Well, like, she does that the with the What should our, our identity be? Yeah, and um, and then she can bring it to you, and you can be like, yeah, I like that, or no, I don't. And so then what happens, I think, with the emotion part 
is I'm like, it's fine. Like, and I believe that with every part of me. Yeah. And I'm always like, well, I need I you to walk cringe. me through it again. Let's talk about this one more time. I just want to make sure everything's I'm totally just like, fine. You're doing amazing. This is perfect. You're right on time. This is right where you're supposed to be. Like all good. We're learning. Like I'm just, yeah. Well, that's so that's how you can benefit. Hey, just wanted to pop on to invite you to continue this conversation with us over on Instagram at Whole Point Pod and Facebook, Whole Point Podcast. Let us know any topics you want to hear about or any other people you'd love to hear from. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. Now back to the podcast. Let's look at another center. The other pressure center is the top is the head center. Now, Christy, you're defined. Serena, you're open. Head center is our source of inspiration and it's the pressure to kind of translate our existence like make sense of it like consciousness you know so if you're open there you're open to receiving your inspiration outside of yourself so i would guess that serena i'm open and the way it looks for me so i'll be interested to see if it's similar for you is that i even if i'm not looking for inspiration if I am consuming something, if it's a podcast, if it's a book, if it's a TV show, if it's overhearing someone's conversation, to me, that is idea central. You know, I am bringing things in going, oh my gosh, like, oh, I could talk about that with my clients. And oh, like, oh, yes. Like, oh, I want to go down that rabbit hole. And it's like all the inspiration, you know, is all coming in. If I'm left sitting myself in my house in the quiet where all the ideas go crickets <laughs> but yes. the opposite is christy you get your ideas from yourself yeah absolutely i've had to heal to be by myself <laughs> to do meditation and stuff it sounds like probably you're not meant to be you have an open identity center and being by yourself probably felt uncomfortable because you didn't know who you were sorry they, making yeah. the big my head blew off moment because that's kind of yes. one of those things where you're like oh my god i'm supposed to be like that if you don't yeah, know, who, if, if your G center is undefined and you don't know who you are, you may be very uncomfortable being by yourself. It's okay. You're just meant to get your wisdom there. And eventually you'll have sampled enough energies. You'll know who you are. But you don't need to beat yourself up over it because you can't sit and meditate. Which is where you are now. It's, it's where I am now. And this is so fascinating. You kind of literally have to go out and sample all those, you know, it's like people, uh, when you're getting married, you know, some people, you know, big fancy weddings, they'll go out and sample all the wedding cakes. Or if you just like free cake, go out and sample all the wedding cakes, right? <laughs> raise, to raise decide what wedding cake you want. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, how do I know if I don't taste what pistachio cake with, you know, I don't know, lemon cream icing tastes like? I need to taste that. It's and your I'm, way for your identity. You just need to go out and taste them all. Not because there's anything wrong with you, but you don't know until you sample that. But it very, it feels very comforting, like maybe with Christy, with the emotions, with me to be around people that are defined there because I, it's settling. And I'm just in awe of people that just know, right? like they just know everything in them just knows. And I'm like, well, what are if you, sure? you want to try other things? <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to try other things? Yeah. 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 So, and it is, and it is settling. And so, and the ways there's several ways that we can get the benefit of that. You know, it can be if your partner, business partner, you know, romantic partner, whatever, they can bring that to you. You can go. So let's say for someone with an open head center, they need to write 
a blog post, you can go sit in a cafe. That's going to be a great place to work because there's going to be a lot of people there. Probably someone there has a defined head center and you're going to pick up on the inspiration, that energy of inspiration, even though you're not talking to them, like that's going to help you find inspiration. Stacey, um, does that cross apply? So I have an open throat. Serena's is defined. I have an open yeah. throat center, but I am really actually excellent at speaking in public to groups, but yeah. I think it's, it, it is very energizing to me. And I always seem to find the words there, but sometimes in advance of it, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say. But then I get there and I'm like, people ask me questions. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Is that? Two things. There's two things weighing into that. And this is, I also love about human design because it's like, I like to try to guess, like if people do stuff, I'm like, oh, I wonder if this is true of their design. But honestly, most things show up in more than one place. So it could be more than one thing. So for you, you do have an open throat or an undefined throat. You have five gate activations around that, two coming off the throat and three reaching toward the throat. So you're kind of going to attract a lot of energies to your throat because of all of those unfinished roads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the benefit of that is uh, when you have an open throat, you can often show up in different groups and communicate in a way that they'll understand because you can change your communication. Um, just like an open identity center, you're sampling different energies of identity and ways of being with an open throat. You're sampling different energies of ways of speaking and you can adapt to who you're with. So you probably communicate very well. The caveat is if you're invited. Yeah. The, all of the gates... I'm just looking at the picture before I misspeak. All of the gates that, or all of the channels leading to the throat, except for one, are projected channels. And so they follow kind of the strategy of a projector, is that, which is that you need to be invited or recognized. This is why I'll train in something and then all of a sudden the people will be like, can you come and speak in front of the group? Like, we'd love you to teach this or something. Those are those yes. respond, those invitations for me to respond to. Right. This is so fascinating. But actually, gate 20 is weird because it connects several places. So we're just, we're just going to say for the sake of simplicity. For me. For yeah. me. So, well, and Serena's me. gate 20 connects for me. Like yes, that does, connects a big channel for us. So let's just say for the most, most <laughs> of the gates in the throat, you require invitation. And okay. once you've been recognized as an expert or actually invited, hey, would you come speak to us? You're going to have an, once you get there. People are going to be connecting, finishing all those roads for you. You're going to find it very easy to speak to them and you're going to be able to speak to them in a way that they understand because you can sample all, all the energy things. So that the, resonates so much. The flip side is that if you have not been invited or recognized, you may find you speak and people actually don't even hear you. And yep. you'll say something and then two minutes later, someone else will say the exact same thing and they hear them and go, oh, fabulous idea. And you're like, what? Did I not just say that? It happened all throughout my corporate career. Yeah. I would say something in a meeting just by, I would know I needed to connect two thoughts, but no one had asked me for my opinion. And then the person would be like, oh, I have a great idea. I'm like, I just said that. <laughs> Open throat problems. Yeah. Okay. And then the, um, the question to kind of ask yourself with that open throat is, am I trying to attract attention? Yeah. Always. I'm always trying to attract attention, everyone. (laughs) Just just mark that on your calendar. It's my birthday next week. I'm trying to attract attention for that. (laughs) So, so before you speak, you know, you can like to check yourself, you can be like, oh, have I been recognized or invited? Or am I just trying to attract attention? 
And if the answer is, I just want attention, keep your mouth shut. Go do it yourself, Christy. Go get your own attention. (laughs) Yes. And and with projectors who are waiting for invitations or waiting to be recognized, what they're really craving is recognition of themselves. Mm -hmm. So go out, do the things you love and recognize yourself as an expert. And I guarantee once you start recognizing the value you have to bring to people, other people will recognize it and invite you too. Oh, that's what does that look like in your head? Say I'm good. Is that like affirmations? I'm really smart. Like what is recognizing yourself? Does that mean celebrating yourself? Yeah, it really means feeling in your body, your okay. own value. Good. Yeah. Like really feeling in your body, knowing like, yeah, like I have value. So for instance, um, before showing up for the podcast, I, um, and before we started recording, I told you life had me on a different schedule than I anticipated coming to this. So I came in this morning and I hadn't looked at my stuff for a couple of days and I was like, Oh, let me just look, let me, you know, let me just look the stuff over and make sure I know, you know, have every, I know, I know everything, but I was feeling uncertain. And what I have learned is that I can relay information in response. So that goes back to the throat. Chrissy, you said two things. One is, Um, Yes, you speak better because you have the energies of people defining your throat, but also if people are asking you questions, the generator type with the strategy is respond, you're operating in response, which is so in line with your design. So if someone is saying, can you tell me about this? What do you do? Then you're just providing the information they want to know and you're not thinking, oh, what should I share with them? Yeah. This is why it's hard for me to... So when you're by yourself, you have nothing to respond to. And that's where I was, you know, is like, oh, you know, what am I going to say? What do I want to talk about? And then I had to say, wait a minute, you know, when you get on, you'll just respond and it'll be perfect, you know, or not perfect, but it'll be exactly Uh what is needed in that moment because I'll be operating per my strategy as a manifesting generator to respond. Oh, so good. So you help are you, do you just work with women? Do you work with men and women? I work with both. I tend to attract more women, but love working with the dudes too. <laughs> the dudes. <laughs> the dudes. And you help um, them navigate change. Yes. So let's face it. Change is always present in our life. And sometimes we're getting through it kind of smoothly. And sometimes it really just upsets our, you know, apple cart. And so people who are maybe not navigating a change as well as they like. And it can be any type of change. It can be a career change. It can be um, being at the stage of life, which I've recently gone through being an empty nester. Now our children don't need us as much. What am I doing with my life? Um, It can be a relationship change. So people who are already in a change, that's a lot of times they look for coaching because they realize they need support through that. Um, Or it is people who are really stuck and they say, I don't know. I'm just stuck. Life isn't really looking the way I thought it would, you know, like, wow, I feel like I have all this um, untapped potential. I kind of thought I would have done greater things by now, but I don't know why I like, I don't know why then they come and it's, that's about initiating change um, for someone and helping them see what changes need to be made. And what I love about human design as a tool. So there's definitely benefit in just having a reading and getting those simple guidelines of, okay, you need to respond. Okay. You need to wait for your emotions to be calm and to have emotional clarity to make a decision. You're not meant to make spontaneous decisions that can be life-changing for some people, um, particularly 
if you have, say, a generator whose authority is sacral and they are single definition, knowing that they just need to listen to their body, they probably don't need to know anything else about their design. Once they learn to listen to their body instead of their mind, their whole life is going to change. Um, someone with a chart like mine where I, you know, um, the authorities can layer and I have like, I think five different authorities that I have access to getting them all to like work together and figure out, you know, who's speaking loudest can be a little tricky. Um, I also, as a manifesting generator, I actually have more projector channels than generator channels. So when I first found out I was a generator type, I really identified with the projector type and I was always looking for recognition and I was, but that's just because I have a lot of projector channels. So if you have a more complex design, having a reading is still going to be beneficial. But there's more you, you could benefit from knowing. And so using it as a coaching tool and knowing that a lot of times our blocks are showing up in our undefined centers and the things that are holding us back in life are conditioning that we took in through those centers. And so you can say, if you recognize that, um, you know, someone has an undefined spleen, which is about survival, it can be like, if they're not moving forward, even, you know, kind of with their own work or with coaching, it's like, let's look at that. You know, are there things that happened in your life that your survival, you know, felt threatened or that could have created a block there or you know did you grow up with someone who um just lived completely fear-based and so you know you haven't been able to move past that conditioning it can just really point you to places of challenge and once you see it it's like oh my gosh yes and you can move past that um, and I would imagine stop you from comparing to other people that maybe have a defined center. They went through the same experience and they're sailing and you're a hot mess and be like, oh, okay, this is why this yeah. thing that's easy for that other person is so hard for me. And I'm not failing at life. <laughs> like yes. it's human design. It's my design. So much like permission to me is yeah. to be who you are and you have in front of you who you are. So again, that like, oh, it's hard to be certain. I've argued against, you know, people, I've had people, I've had clients tell me like, oh, you do this thing. Oh, I love you because of that. And I'm like, really? Cause I'm not really feeling that. <laughs> you know, we, we have a hard time accepting sometimes our compliments. And then I have a chart reading and this person who knows me not at all is telling me these things like my clients told me and they're like, yeah, in your design, it says you're really good at this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, where have I heard that before? <laughs> right. And kind of now you can't hide out from your gifts. Because someone who doesn't know you is telling you, you have this gift. It, for me, it made it a lot, which is maybe stupid, but it made it easier to accept that a complete stranger told me my gifts and echoed yes. things that people who worked with me or knew me well told me, but that I was likely to be like, oh, you're just being nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I then you. Like, I told you that years ago. I'm like, but you're so nice. <laughs> but that's you. Yeah. And then you help them navigate their change, accentuating those gifts then. Yeah, by getting to know themselves, by getting to know where they might have challenges and bringing kind of the spotlight to, hey, maybe you're having this challenge, you know, maybe that's it. People aren't hearing you speak because you're always craving attention. And if you just wait for them to invite you 
you know, they'll hear you speak or maybe so both pointing out where there might be challenges or where they're meant to gain wisdom or pointing out gifts. But look, you have this gift here. Let, let's not focus on the challenge right now. Let's build on this gift. And this is something that, you know, you really have to share with the world. And like the human design that we've been talking about is kind of the surface. There is so much deeper and you just can't cover all of that depth in like readings are great. In two podcasts. Start. <laughs> But you can't, you can't do that, cover all that depth in a single reading. So in coaching, you see what's coming up for the client in their life at that time. And then there's just so much to dig into. It's only one of the tools that I use, but it's the one that kind of has me so fascinated right now. So uh, if someone wants to dig into this with you deeper, how would they set that up? How would they get in touch with you? Yeah. So either um, through an email or through, a, if they're on Instagram, through a, a DM there and just express interest. What I do is I get on the phone with someone first to have, you know, about a 30 minute conversation to see what they're dealing with and, you know, what they want to work on to see if I'm the right fit for them. If they like getting to know me and I like getting to know them and there's resonance there, you know, I don't want to work with anyone if I'm not the best person to help them. I love I love initiating change into people and seeing them embrace their full potential. And um, I think one of my gifts is that I tend to clearly see all the potential that someone has. And I just want to like, let's dive in there. Let's, let's bring this to life because it's good for everybody if you're living your fullest, highest self. So we get on a 30 minute call and say, yeah, this is going to work for both of us. And then set up a six month coaching package of talking every other week. And, you know, we, we get on the phone with each other every other week and have, you know, I have found just having, (laughs) I heard another coach say, if you went up and talked to a light post for an hour a week and just poured your heart out to that light post who couldn't even respond to you or, you know, say anything back, like you would improve just from having like that hour a week to you know, work through your own stuff, even if you had nobody responding to you. So having that space in that container to come and make yourself a priority and talk about it. And my life has just been the most magical thing. I've, I've worked with so many different coaches and um, I can't imagine not having a coach in my life because of all the progress that I've made in giving. And it's just giving myself permission to give myself that hour every other week or, you know, 75 minutes, whatever ends up being to just make myself a priority and getting to know me and, and having the space to question, you know, the conditioning. Well, you know, I, I have this belief. Well, where did that come from? Well, is that really true? Well, how do I know if that's true? Well, what would my life be like if that wasn't true? It's just to me been amazing to unpack all of that. And I love doing that with other people. It's- I love it. Thank you for doing this with us today, Stacy, for letting us dance around all over human design in here and there where it took us really appreciated the insight you brought and your wisdom and the work that you do. Thanks for letting me talk about the thing I love. (laughs) Yes. And thank you for being patient with me and (laughs) explaining everything is so good. Wonderful. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this two-part episode about human design. Reach out to Stacey with your questions, inquiries about coaching, pull your chart, run it, dabble a little bit, experiment. That's your invitation today. Thank you for listening. 
Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Subscribe so more people can find us. And if you want more information about me or Christy, there's a link to both of our websites in the show notes. And we'll see you next time. Bye.